Good morning, everyone. It is another beautiful Monday morning and the start of the work week for many of us. So I wanted to go ahead and do another episode on a topic that I've covered before, but go a little bit more in depth. So I've covered the topic of self-concept before, but I wanted to go a little bit more in depth on not just the self-concept itself, but also the ways in which our self-concept can um, determine how we are manifesting because your self-concept manifests the life that you have. Your self-concept manifests the life that you wind up living. And your self-concept got you to where you are now. But you can also change your self-concept to get to where you want to be. And you can change and transmute your self-concept 100%. 100%. I fully believe that. And I'm, I'm going to say this, that everything that I cover on this podcast is things that I've learned, things that I have adapted into my own practices, and how I, how I view these things from my personal experience. So if what I say doesn't resonate with you, that is totally fine. You can, you can find something else that does resonate with you and I will not be offended. And I also want you to know that this is a judgment-free zone. So when you are coming into this space, when you are listening to this podcast, know that you will not be judged. Know that this is a place for conversation and exploration and you are more than welcome to um, speak to me in any way about these episodes and these topics that I cover. Um, I have multiple avenues for you to contact me to be able to do that. And without further ado, let's dive right in. So I've spoken about the self-concept before, but let's briefly touch on what the self-concept is. The self-concept is any affirmation, assumption, narrative, and belief that one has about themselves. And particularly in relation to manifesting the life that they want. And the reason I say that it is particularly in relation to manifesting the life that they want is because nine times out of ten when you hear the term self-concept, you hear it in relation to any kind of psychological healing practice and, and moving from one state of resonance with your healing journey and getting into another state of resonance with your healing journey. And then also when it comes to the spiritual topic of manifestation, using the law of attraction, using the law of assumption, using quantum physics, using any kind of esotericism, um, using magic even, um, because there are, there are plenty of people who will manifest using magic. Um, so anything that is in relation to those different things. You're going to hear the term self-concept. And sometimes it might be worded differently. So self-concept might might be in the term of self-esteem. And and what is your self-esteem? How do you feel about yourself? How, how How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as beautiful? Do you see yourself as worthy? Do you see yourself as capable? Do you see yourself as being enough and doing enough? Do you see yourself as 
um, someone who is worthy of having everything that they desire. Do you see yourself as worthy, um, for example, of being in a relationship with someone that really does treat you right? And you understand how you want to feel in a relationship. Do you see yourself as worthy of having that type of relationship, regardless of the narratives of the past and the types of relationships that you've had in the past? Do, do you believe that for yourself? What do you believe for yourself? Do you believe in yourself? And that's where the self-concept comes in. So more often than not, when we are moving into a state of healing, when we are moving into a state of manifestation, we come in with a self-concept that we want to change. We understand that there is something about our self-concept that might be keeping us stuck, something about our self-concept that might be hindering us from having the life that we want, from achieving the goals that we have, from meeting the desires that we have, from changing our desire to intention and then from intention to manifestation. Because first off, when we, when we are especially moving into um, a healing or manifesting journey, and the reason why I, I use it for both of these things is because when we are on a healing journey, for example, we have that desire to heal. We have that desire to transmute our trauma, for example, and to move out of this state of being a constant victim to that trauma and moving into this space where we are not even just a survivor of that trauma, but we no longer identify with that traumatized version of ourselves and we are able to look at that trauma as something that did happen to us, something that we have experienced and something that we still hold feelings from, but something that is no longer hindering us and something that no longer has a hold over us, something that no longer triggers us, maybe. And I will say this, when it comes to healing and trauma, I am no expert. I, I only know what I know from my own experiences. And I am not here to, um, to offer up episodes that are here to supplement uh, any kind of professional help. Um, these episodes are for entertainment purposes only. So, um, so I do encourage you, especially if you are looking to heal from trauma or you are looking to heal from, from any kind of, um, more, more severe and serious, um, trauma to, to definitely seek out professional help. And then when it comes to manifesting, when it comes to manifesting in the spiritual sense and in the, and in the ways of using law of attraction, law of assumption, quantum physics, any kind of esotericism, or even um, manifesting using witchcraft and, and pagan practices and things like that, or... Um, or hoodoo or voodoo or anything like that to create something. When we are manifesting with any kind of practice that we are using to manifest, we often have to look at our self-concept. 
And the reason it, it can be important to look at your self-concept is to notice what beliefs you have about yourself in relation to what it is that you hope to desire. I recently came across a video that um, a, a favorite YouTuber of mine created about a year ago. And, and nowadays, you know, she talks about the self-concept, but then she also says, hey, it's okay if your self-concept isn't where, where you want it to be 100%. That is totally okay. Go ahead and, and continue to affirm because the more that you continue to work on your self-concept, the more you'll start to believe in those different things that you're trying to create. The more you'll start to believe that your manifestations are either on the way or, or that you have it. And she was talking about the things that can also disrupt your self-concept um, and how um, what she believes in, what she believes when it comes to self-concept is that if you have a self-concept that says, "Oh well, I still don't believe that I'm that I'm good enough. Oh well, I still don't believe that I'm worthy." oh, well, I know that I want to manifest a relationship with this specific person or I want to manifest this specific amount of money into my life, but I still don't believe that, it can, that it's possible and I still don't believe that I can have that. She says to work on your self-concept about 80%. Work on affirmations for yourself, which, which would sound like, I do deserve this. I, I can have this. It is my right to have this. Um, I am enough. I am worthy. I am capable. I am beautiful. I am magnetic. I am attractive. I am attracting my desires every single day. I am aligning with those vibrations every single day. Whatever affirmations that you want to use for yourself that feel the best to you and that feel believable to you, then do that. And continue, to and continue to work through that every single day and continue to change and transmute that every single day. And then work on the affirmations related to that specific person or that specific amount of money or that specific job or that specific lifestyle 20% of the time. So those affirmations might be, you know, in, in relationship to a specific person. He loves me or she loves me or they love me, um, let, let, let me, let me just go ahead and use they, um, to, to make it gender neutral so that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're hoping to manifest a specific person who's a, who's a male, female, non-binary, it doesn't matter. I'll just use they. So, so your manifestations towards your specific person might be, they love me. They always want to be with me. They, they text me first. They um, tell me good morning. They tell me good night. They think about me in the middle of the day and they'll text me. Um, we have a healthy relationship. They desire a health. They desire a healthy relationship with me. I desire them and they desire me. They admire me. They adore me. They they worship me. Whatever whatever affirmations for your specific person then, you know, work on that about 20% and then work on your self-concept about 80% if your self-concept is still in this place that says, oh, well, I'm not worthy enough for that. 
and you know that you want to change that self-concept. So the different types of self-concept too. There, there is the self-concept that can be changed and transmuted. And then there are also things that will change and transmute the self-concept that you already have if you have a good self-concept. Um, she was talking about this, this YouTuber that I watched, she was talking about how, um, she grew up having a really good self-concept and she was always able to get what she wanted. And, um, she was always able to manifest just naturally and, and just like basically snap, snap her fingers and she had what she, what she wanted, or she knew that it was coming in. So she wasn't very attached to an outcome or a how or a when or a why. She just knew what she wanted. And she said that I want it. I got it. I, I want it. I have it. And, and that, and that is the key to detachment. I spoke about detachment in another episode and the key to detachment is not to detach from the desire, not to detach from your intentions, but to actually say, I want it, I got it, and and just stay firm in that belief instead of looking into the 3D or looking at the how, the when, the why, um, and, and focusing on the how, the when, the why, focusing on the outcome. You, you know what your desire is. You set your intention. Your, your desire is the thing that you want. Your intention is that you have it or that you've got it or that it's on the way. And you release, you release any kind of control on when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, um, why it's going to happen. You just say, I want it. I got it. I want it. I got it. And that, and that is what detachment is. And, and she even said this in the same video and I, and I totally, I totally fully agree. Um, but she also said that something that kicked her self-concept into more of this like panic mode and almost this like negative self-concept was when she started getting into astrology because Sometimes what happens with astrology, and I, and I fully believe this too, um, and, and I believe in astrology, I like astrology, I think it's fun, I think it's, you know, uh, kind of quirky, and I think it can help you to understand certain things. I really do believe that it can help you to understand certain things when it comes to your desires, when it comes to um, your personality type, um, but sometimes what happens with astrology is that you'll look at your Lilith, you'll look at your sun sign, your moon sign, your whatever, and, and you'll start to identify with that. And what happens when you identify with, with something that has been taught to you or something that you have learned, when you identify too heavily with something, it comes from this place of the ego wanting to identify with something one and then it also comes to this place of the ego being like oh I am identified with this and oh oh so this explains my personality type and this explains why I act this way and wait am I a narcissist you know and then you'll start to like judge yourself and and what happens is that you'll start to judge yourself and you'll start to create this like negative mind space for yourself and you'll have these negative 
mindsets about yourself and you'll start developing negative beliefs that weren't there before. And, and I'm not, and I'm not outruling astrology. If you love astrology, love astrology, please do. Like it's so quirky. It's so fun. I love it. I really do. Um, but I'm starting to move out of this space of identifying with astrology and identifying with astrological matches. Um, even though I joke with my friends, I'm like water signs, um, water signs share a brain cell. (laughs) Um, especially because I have a, I have, um, very many friends who are, who are fellow water signs. I am a Scorpio, so I am a water sign and I have other Scorpio friends. I have, uh, Pisces friends. I have Cancerian friends. And there are times where we'll think some of the same thoughts and I'm like, we share a brain cell. (laughs) Um, or, or we'll like experience some of the same things. And I'm like, we share a brain cell. (laughs) But then there are other ways in which I have really strongly connected with other types of um, placements, other types of, um, you know, astrological signs. I have a best friend who is a Gemini and sometimes we, we share the same thoughts and we share the same ideas on things and we, and we have been told that we are sometimes polar opposites and that's so far from the truth. (laughs) Um... And then one of my best friends, uh, best friend for life, uh, <laughs> my, my brother, um, I call him my brother because he's like a, he's like a soul connection, um, soul family kind of deal. Um, my brother is a Libra and, and we are so simpatico. It is, it is, it is freaking phenomenal. And, and we, and we will have like these, these same ideas. And, and even when we are, even when we recognize our differences, even when we recognize, you know, our, our ways in which we do disagree, we're still like thick as thieves. And it's just like, okay, yeah, you can have compatibility with any, with any sign. It's not just about your, your sign compatibility. And it's not just about your astrological compatibility. It's about you as a person and how you present yourself and the belief systems that you have towards yourself and 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 coming into that astrology too sometimes what I've heard about the Scorpio is that they're very dark they're very brooding they're very mysterious they're very cunning um Scorpios are basically like if you're if you're in a Harry Potter um at all Scorpios are basically Slytherin (laughs) it's like uh we're ambitious we're prideful we're cunning we're we can sometimes be spiteful um, we can be, uh, these, uh, kind of, <laughs> we're, we're very emotional, but we're also very dark and mysterious and, and all of these different things. And, um, there are times where like, I'll be like, yeah, that's, that, that's true. But <laughs> there are other times where I'm just like, mm, no, <laughs> um, especially because there are ways in which I've switched my self-concept that doesn't fully resonate with what a Scorpio is and or what a Scorpio has been perceived to be and um there are ways in which people are like you are totally how how are you a Scorpio because like you yes you can get emotional but you're very like nurturing but you're also not pushy and you are very trustworthy and you know sometimes uh Scorpios are are told that they're very manipulative and um I'm just like I'm not a manipulative narcissistic person um 
and I know that I am I am very loving I'm very nurturing I'm very compassionate and and it's things that I wanted to be and I told myself I'm very loving I'm very nurturing I'm very compassionate I'm very magnetic I'm very attractive I'm very beautiful I'm the kind of person that people want in their life I'm the kind of person that people want to be around and I started telling myself that and I started believing that and that's that's the experiences that I started having and there were ways in which other people have helped me to see my worth. You know, my friends have helped me to see my worth when I, I felt down and out. And I, I told myself that I'm not just this this thing that this astrology app has told me that I am. Or, or that this, um, this thing that I have read on my, my moon sign and my rising sign. And I'm not just these, these placements. I'm not just these astrological placements. I don't fully identify with that label. I'm just, I'm just me and it's okay with not knowing every single complexity about myself and it's okay with not resonating with the complexities that I've been told that I have because of my astrological placement. It's okay to not fully resonate with that because I have a different self-concept of myself that doesn't fully resonate with that and that's totally okay. Um, but, but there are times where like, I'll see within other people just so many similarities between me and them. And especially people who have water sign placements and not that I even attach to that, but, um, there's a friend in my life who I joke, I'm like, oh my God, he's like, he's like the male version of me because like (laughs) the way in which we'll talk about things and the way in which we'll get excited about certain things is so similar and I'm just like we share a brain cell (laughs) and he's like I bet we do because you you were thinking the same thing and you just like explained what I was just thinking and then sometimes he'll do that he'll do the same thing and it's just like instead of saying get out of my head I'm just like we must really be sharing a brain cell today we must really be riding on that brain cell together and like sharing that brain cell you know because like used to be that my that when that would happen with friends I used to be like get out of my head and 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 like you know get all get all uppity about it and now I'm just like we share a brain cell we we very much share a brain cell (laughs) but um but yeah so but what but the reason I'm even saying any of this and the reason why I was even bringing in astrology is that sometimes when we look at things that um, are, are measurements of identification. When we look at time, when we look at astrology, when we look at whatever it is that we're looking at as a measurement of identification, and we identify so heavily with something on a form base, whether it's a physical form base or a personality form base or anything like that, you know, taking personality quizzes, for example. Um, and identifying our type and identifying ourselves with our Enneagram types and our um, Myers-Briggs types and oh well I'm an ENFJ and my and my friend is an INFJ or an IN or an INFP or an ISTP or anything like that you know it's just like we identify with these form-based things and and the more that we identify with something that is form-based sometimes Uh, The more form-based identification we have, the more we can sometimes bring ourselves 
out of alignment with beliefs that say that we actually are master manifestors. And it will bring us out of this alignment of actually believing in ourselves because then we'll start to believe, oh, well, we're narcissistic. Oh, well, um, we can't have these nice things because of this thing within our personality type. Oh, well, um, we're prone to anger because of this personality type. We're prone to isolation because of this personality type. And we'll start to judge ourselves and we'll start to knock ourselves out of alignment with what it is. And then we'll start experiencing things like losing friends and, and losing relationships all the time and losing money and losing and losing and, and, and creating more lack in our lives. And then we, and then we look around at our lives falling apart and we're like, what the fuck, you know, um, why did that happen when, when everything was going so good just, just a month ago? And, and it's because we have allowed something to come into our perception of ourselves that has given us this new perception of ourselves. And we started breaking ourselves down and compartmentalizing ourselves instead of being like, okay, well, no, that's, that's not me. And really holding into that belief. And it's not to say that we are denying something that might be true. Like if we are looking at ourselves and we are noticing that maybe we do have some negative behaviors and traits that we do want to change, we can of course identify those and be aware of those and start to find a solution to be able to transmute and change that so that we can be a healthier version of ourselves, not just for the people around us, not just to be able to have healthy relationships with them, but also to be able to be a healthier version of ourselves and to be able to be a quote, better version of ourselves that we would be happy being around. That is totally okay. I'm not saying don't do that. But what happens sometimes is when we get caught up in the identification with this new thought process that says, oh, well, we are a bad person, essentially, then we will move out of alignment with attracting what it is that we want to desire. If we're wanting good things, we will identify with being a bad person and bad things happening to us. And the way in which you can transmute and change your self-concept. So so this is the last point that I will make. The way in which you can transmute your self-concept is by identifying the belief systems that you have and where they're coming from and writing down new affirmations and new belief systems that you want to hold for yourself. If you have a belief system that says, oh, well, I'm not worthy of being in a relationship, but I do want love. Sit with yourself and recognize how you want to feel in a relationship and start treating yourself as if you do deserve to feel that way. Start giving that love to yourself. And then once you start giving that love to yourself, you will notice how other people start to value you because you are starting to value yourself more, because you are starting to put yourself first. That is key number one. Step number one is putting yourself first when, when transmuting your self-concept. Step number two, and this is more in line with manifestation. 
step number two would be to look at what it is that you desire and write out and speak out and visualize from these affirmations that are intention-based. So your desire is to manifest a specific person. And, and the reason why I pick this one over manifesting money is because a lot of people who, who come to me for, for readings and, and different things, they want to manifest a specific person. They want to manifest a specific job. They want to manifest a specific thing. But, but even when it comes to the specific job, they're wanting to manifest a specific person from said job reaching out to them. So you have a specific person in mind. And you, you know what they look like, you know what they feel like, you know how they make you feel, you know what their personality type is, and you want to manifest that. And it could be someone who you actively know, or it could be someone completely new, but you, you understand what they look like, what, they, what kind of job they might have, um, what kind of personality type they have, the way that they make you feel, etc. And that's your specific person. So you have this desire and that desire is to be with that specific person, to have that relationship with that specific person. But in order to manifest that desire into a reality, you have to move into the intention. And there is your inner intention, which is, okay, how do I get from point A to point B, which would be any kind of actions or or non-actions that you're taking when it comes to manifesting this relationship. So, so that would be anything from initiating uh, contact and texting them first or um, allowing them to initiate first with you or, or anything like that. Um, so that would be your, your inner intentions. Maybe the work that you want to do on yourself or the work that you want to do within that relationship to be able to have the relationship that you desire to have with that person. And then there is the outer intention, which is basically that I want it, I got it kind of mindset. And this is how I like to operate, which is from the outer intention. Like, yes, you can, you can use inner intention. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Um, but this is how I like to manifest is from the outer intention where I say I want it, I got it. And I'm not really focused too much and too heavily on the inner intention. Because if I focus too heavily on the inner intention, sometimes what happens is I'll start projecting and I'm just like, mm, 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 nope, nope. That's keeping me, that's keeping me and the desire away from each other. That's keeping me and the desire repelling each other. That's keeping me repelling that desire. So, and this is just my personal belief. So the outer intention is, you know, the I want it, I got it type mindset, but the outer intention is, is pretty much that affirm, that affirmation that that person, that specific person is going to call me. That specific person is going to contact me. That specific person, um, is making an effort for me. That specific person makes an effort for me. Whatever it is that is that affirmation for that specific person, that's the outer intention. That I want it, I got it. I want it, I got it. That person did it. 
I am so happy and grateful to be in this relationship with my specific person. I am so happy and grateful that my specific person adores and admires me. I am so happy and grateful that my specific person shows up for me every single day. I am so happy and grateful that my specific person and I have this healthy relationship. I am so happy and grateful that my specific person loves me. They love me. I love them, etc. You know, like that would be your outer intention. And then you just kind of have that outer intention. You say, I want it, I got it. And then you pretty much let it go. And and by letting go, I mean you're, you're letting go of the when, the how, the why, and you're allowing it to just happen. You're allowing it to unfold. You're allowing it to actualize into your reality. And you're not looking at the 3D and being like, well, why isn't it here? Why isn't it here? Why hasn't it happened? Why hasn't it happened? Um, And you can even apply this same principle to manifesting money. You can look at your bank account and be like, okay, all right, well, it's going to happen. You know, and and or um, you can look at your bank account and maybe not see it happening right now, but then be like, ah, that's fine. You know, like I accept that this is the current 3D, but ah, that's fine. Um, I don't care because I know that the money that I want is, is going to pop into my bank account very soon. I know that the money that I desire to have is going to be made manifest into my life. And, but the reason why I say, you know, focusing on self-concept is because if you recognize that your self-concept isn't in alignment with attracting what it is that you want, then you want to sit with yourself and look at your belief systems, look at where those belief systems come from, and then you'll be able to change and transmute those belief systems. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to um, rate this episode, review this episode, and if you want to discuss what was talked about in this episode, feel free to contact me at cardomancybyalice at gmail.com, and we can open up further discussion. I love you and I hope you have a great day. Bye.